Ladies and gentlemen, what was last night's draft? What's up, people? Welcome back to an episode of the Waterboys podcast. We are back on Friday, and we are here to deliver and talk about this draft. I'm not doing anything. I'm not even talking about Instagram or Twitter. I'm going straight to it because I want to talk about this draft. I got so hyped last night, and uh, let's go. Um, I know Among FaceTimed me. Like when when the um, Eagles draft pick went in, when ev- everything was so crazy last night, there was trades happening and there was players flying off the board. All right, first initial reaction. Let me get it from you guys. What do you guys think? This was the craziest and wildest draft that has happened in the past five years. Because <clears throat> the top ten, no one could have called that. I, I don't see one mock draft that got the top ten right. Uh, Maybe top, top two, all over the place. or even top three, but everything else was just crazy. Exactly. I mean, the top three was fine, but literally, like one to I would say fifteen, maybe sixteen. It was, it was all over the place. Like, it was so wild. I, I um, agree. Um, this like, was a really I, like. Sorry, uh, you can go ahead. Uh, no. So I was saying, like, I think, um, there, there were so there were a couple of picks that I did not see coming. I mean, I, I kind of saw Trey Lance coming. A lot of people thought the whole Trey Lance, Mac Jones was kind of a smoke screen for Justin Fields. Um, but then like, when he didn't get picked, I was like, okay, Falcons are probably going to pick Justin Fields, get another quarterback for the future because he's undeniable talent. They go Kyle Pitts. Dumb. And I was like, okay, that's a good pick um, because now they revamp their offense. Um, and if you have pick four, you can't really pick. There's no, there's no defender that really – um, stands out to go number four, so I I get that. And then the the Bengals surprised me with Jamar Chase. I literally thought they were gonna go Penny Soil. Um, yeah, and all I the memes. Know, was... <laughs> Did you guys see all the memes with the the Joe yeah, Burrow's I mean, offensive oh, yeah. line next year? There's no blocking. <laughs> there's there's no one like blocking they, you. At least they picked uh, Jamar Chase. Like if they picked another wide receiver, then they would have been like. Yeah, didn't didn't they play it? Didn't they play together before? Jamar yeah, they played together in LSU. Yeah. That's when uh, Joe Burrow went for the Heisman, and, and Chase also had insane numbers. But, like, I, that was, like, I think the turning point of the draft where everything kind of went into chaos. Then yeah, you had Jalen Waddle go off the board um, Bro, at number six. Jalen Waddle, when he went up for this draft, where he got picked, Waddle, I don't know. and he got picked, and, like, he was, like, sitting with his family, and he just didn't care. He didn't, like... Give a hug or anything. He just went straight up. <laughs> yeah, I know, but like, I think the cameras like um, actually showed like him uh, hugging his parents later on. But I yeah. guess like he was like so close in the moment. Yeah, he just kind of dipped. That was kind of funny. I mean, if you were drafted into the NFL at the number six pick after being after playing about five games in college, I think anybody would be surprised and just like out of it. But uh, it was pretty cool to see like all the reactions and everything because like it was somewhat of a normal draft with the whole pandemic. And then you also had Penny Sewell going to the Lions. I was, this was such a steal for the Lions. I cannot emphasize. Yeah, you don't have wide receivers. That's fine. But now you're building towards something of a future. You're you're investing in your O line. Um, what's funny, man? A future for the Lions. Um, <laughs> okay. we just didn't even hold back, Amon. <laughs> Haman <laughs> yeah, no regard Haman's, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do you say, uh, 2K, uh, uh, what is it, the factory, like, the menace of society turned on. 
Xbox. Yes, um, turnover or takeover, whatever it's called. But then that was such a steal. Oh my! I like I literally my mind was blown that Penny School fell to seven. Um, I was even fine with Dolphins picking him up because you know Dolphins also had the 18th pick and they probably could have gotten uh, Bateman or somebody else or or even Kadarius Tony at that pick. But then Panthers and Broncos. I, I don't know how I feel about these picks. The Panthers now actually don't have another quarterback. If we think about it, they generally don't have another quarterback. Didn't they just trade away? Uh, oh, wait. I'm not, I mean, the Broncos. My bad. Drew Locke, he's been so on and off. I can't. I can't. Um, I can't emphasize that. Uh, I think they put up a stat last night of like the, the Broncos players in, since 2016 or something. Drew Locke has played 18 games. And he's still not even um, over 500 uh, win percentage. We look at offense. You have the tools. Come on. You got to correct me on if I'm saying anything wrong. Who's your uh -huh. wide receiver number one? Right now, Jamar Chase. No, I'm oh, talking for the Broncos. Broncos. Oh, okay. Probably Jesus. Something. 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 Yeah, something. and then you got number who's two, your wide receiver? Number two. Judy. Judy. Number three. Patrick. Uh, probably. Patrick. Yeah, Patrick. Yeah. Who's your tight end? He's a handler. Yeah. Tight end. Yeah, we got I, I, no offense. My boy. Exactly. So, like, you have everything that is there for you to pass to. You you also had Philip Lindsay, but now I think he's on the Steelers. And um, they passed up on a quarterback and invested on defense. I kind of see the, the way they were going. Um, Denver defense looking scary next year. Uh, with Von Miller and Bradley Chubb coming back. Oof, that's something uh, you got to look out. But then, this is where it gets interesting. And I thought, and I hate to say this, not really, but everyone's going to come on me, get on me for saying this. The Eagles absolutely stole this draft in an overall. Let me explain. Come on, what was the Eagles' initial pick? Uh, 12. Number 8, right? Oh, six. No, like before... six. Oh, yeah, 6. Yeah, and 6, they, right? And then they... they, they uh, yeah, 12. To 12. And what are they going to return? A first-round pick next year, right? So next year, how many picks do they have? Three. A first, first and a third from this year. A first yep. and a third. Yeah, so they got good return, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, they got good return. Then what do they do? They were 12. All right, let's move up and make our move now. And what they trade? They trade a third round, right? The one that they got from, uh, I think, Dolphins, right? Was that the one? Or was yeah, was another Miami, one? yeah, yeah. The, you know that one. 14th one. Yeah. In the round. Yeah. So, um, they traded that away, and they got their guy, Devontae Smith. The reason why I said that the, the Eagles, like, played this really well is they got the first-round pick this year. They didn't give away too much, because if you look before, the only players they really missed out on was probably Jalen Waddell and Patrick Sertain. Right? J.C. Horn... They were so-and-so, but they were more towards Patrick Sertain. And Jalen Wall, they didn't even, like, look at him that much. They, they preferred other wide receivers, like Jamar Chase over um, uh, over them, right? They got the wide receiver they wanted because I believe on their big board, um, Devontae Smith was ranked three or two, and they got him. And the next, next year, you have three first-rounders to invest in your uh, defense, O-line. Dude, like... That's the perfect way to play it. Now, a team who didn't play it that well is the Texans. Oof. Last year, you were the third 
worst team in the league. You were supposed to have that number three spot, and you probably could have used it for Kyle Pitts. That's probably, if Texans were there, they definitely would have gone Kyle Pitts because they need offensive players. My, my worry about or, or concern about the Texans was that they did nothing last night. You could have moved up. What are you going to lose? You have nothing to lose. You could have moved up in the draft. We saw so many teams moved up in the lap, in the draft. Come on, am I right or wrong about this? Come on. Yep, you are right. A lot of teams, yep. there are a lot of trades going down. Exactly. You, you definitely could have um, probably thrown in your second round and your third round and moved up and get the talent. Because this draft was loaded. Every, every like, aspect was loaded. You could have gotten help for Deshaun Watson. You could have gotten something. And they didn't do anything. Another team that played it very well was the Ravens. You stuck where you were. You traded with the Chiefs. You got a deal, de- defensive edge who was really good. He's fast. I like everything I saw about Jason Oweh. And he's good for your young defense that is growing. And then on the flip side, on the number 27th pick, you got your guy, Rashad, Rashad Bateman. He's strong physical wide receiver. And his... And um, I think he'd fit very well into this Baltimore offense, especially with Lamar Jackson. But I'm on going across the board. There was one team that I saw last night that kind of stuck out to me, um, especially with the news that like literally came out before the draft. The yeah. Green Bay Packers. Packers. Rogers said he wasn't mad. He wasn't upset. He was disgruntled. Huh? Danny, that that's an SAT word. Disgruntled. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. So, so, despite that, you know, um, thing coming out about him being disgruntled, I'm saying it because I, I like the, I, I found it hilarious when they came out. They went with the defensive player in Eric Stokes. Come on, explain me what, if you were a GM and you picked Eric Stokes and I came up to you and I said, come on, why'd you pick Eric Stokes instead of uh, another um, offensive player, what would you tell me? I would tell you, so coming from, um, from, from a perspective, that's absolute disrespect to me. I tell you that, look, bro, I don't like that you look, like, like, the audacity for the GM, after Ron was saying that he wants to leave, after you say you guys didn't help me at all, for him to pick Eric Stokes, I didn't, like, he could have gone Terrence Marshall Jr., okay? Who's a touchdown threat? He could have gone. Uh, what's his kid? Oh, what's his name? I forget his name. Uh, the receiver. I mean, like, the point is, you can you could have gotten another. Anyway, anyway, yeah, like there were a lot of good players on the board on offense. For like, they could have gone all line protection, you know, because they're because uh they lost Corey Lindsay, the center, in free agency, mm-hmm. right? They lost part of the line. They could have they could have that because like. The best center in the draft was still on the board, and they didn't get him. They could have gotten um, Kevin Jenkins, the right tackle from Alabama. He's really good. They could have gotten him. They like there were still a lot of options on offense that were that were really good. That were like they could have gotten the team, and, and, and they didn't do it. And that just shows me that uh, that the GM wants to move on from Aaron Rodgers. I think that's what like this indicates that. They're like, oh, Aaron and Rashard did. We're moving on from you. Uh, 
So I think that's what it means that they picked Eric Stokes and not a player offense. So I'm thinking from a GM's perspective on why, and they're trying to suppose like if the next day Aaron Rodgers calls up and is like, I thought I could trust you, you know, whatever happened. He's like, no, wait, listen to me. I think what his explanation would be like, listen, you just threw 45 touchdowns, 50 touchdowns without any help. We have assurance that you can do it again and again because you're the very MVP and you're one of the best players to ever do it. Last year, the one reason we lost in the big games, right, NFC Championship, um, was because of our defense. We couldn't stop other offenses. So that's why we invested in this defensive pick because we know you can do it. We just worry about the other side of the ball. So I think, you know, you can look at this. There's always two sides of the coin. And I think I kind of understand this perspective. Um, but, that no, no, so, was so like, at. but but wait, let me so, finish. Uh, but what I think they should have done, in all honesty, go offensive player first round. Get someone like Terrence Marshall Jr. who can help you out. Next, second round, you can go for whoever. You have Asante um, Samuel Jr. You have JOK. Um, Jeremiah, um, I don't know how to say his last name, to be honest, but, like, you know, you have... Oh, a really yeah, you have all those guys still on the board, and you kind of blew it, not gonna lie. You kind of blew it. Um, um but that's just so how I stand said, on things, yeah. So, so, here's my take on that. Um, so, Eric Stokes, um, he was projected to be a, uh, to, to be a guy in the second round, Right? If they really wanted Eric Stokes that bad, they're going to trade it back in the round and, and got picked for him. And they still could have gotten Eric Stokes. Like, Eric Stokes was their target, for sure. Like, like ever since, like, la- like, like, before the draft, right? They're like, Eric Stokes, that's our guy. You know, I understand that. But they're going to trade it back and got more picks, like, maybe, like, a, a third this year or something like that. And they're going to die uh, our receiver later on, but... Mm-hmm. I still don't understand because, like Eric Stokes, in my opinion, that's like that, that's low key a reach. They got to like gone to like early second round and still gone Eric Stokes and got more value for him. Uh, but like personally, I would have picked uh, Martha Junior right there or Taron Jenkins. That's really not because that's not a reach. Like they were they were supposedly first round picks or my lose the Cormola. Like like if you if you like want to go a defense that bad. You could have got like Carmela, who's a, who's, who's in my opinion, he's better than like Eric Stokes, like at his position. You know what I mean? Like, like Carmela was was supposed to go late teens. Like, I saw a lot of mock drafts that had him go from sixteen to like, I think I saw like twenty one, or I think twenty three was the latest I've seen him go. But mm-hmm. that was not like. It's a good pick because he's a really good player. There's no knock against him. He's a good corner for sure. But personally, I would have taken a receiver or, or a tackle or a guard. But I was disappointed for a rod. Also, All right. yeah, go um, ahead. Uh, so, my most confusing and worst pick in the draft, I would say is the Las Vegas Raiders at 17. They picked Alice, uh, sorry, Alex Leatherwood, uh, the line of out of Alabama. That is the biggest reach 
I've seen in the past few drafts. This dude was projected to like to go like 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 late second round. No kidding. Like if you like look at the NFL big board, he was ranked seventy two, I think, or seventy three, like in the seventies. Like if they're gonna trade it back to the second or third round, I got like first round pick next year. If they really like warm him that bad. Because they got a lot of help. Terry Jenkins, the other mm-hmm. tackle from Alabama, he was a lot better than Leatherwood last year. I still don't get it. Like, they could have gone uh, Dylan Phillips or Quiddy Pay. Because the D line is absolutely horrendous. Like, they don't bring any pressure. It, 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 like, like, their secondary gets crucified because, like, the quarterback has, like, it's I think I think the Raiders are kind of like done with drafting uh, D linemen in the first um, first round because of what happened with Clinton Farrell and he hasn't really been playing that well. Um, I like what you brought about the Raiders. I definitely thought that wasn't their point of need at the moment and at that situation. They definitely could have gone a different um, way. I thought maybe go defense and build up your linebackers. I mean, there were some pretty good linebackers that went off the board um, after them. And Amon, if you were saying uh, defensive lineman, Pay got selected literally like four picks or like five picks later. So they yeah. looked on on that. But we'll get to the the Raiders are just a different topic. I think the Raiders might even take up an entire um, uh, episode to talk about because there's a lot of things going wrong with the Raiders at the moment. I mean, they could have... They, they, I'm saying this like full, properly, like, hearted. They could have used a quarterback. Derek Carr hasn't been providing um, that well. I mean, you haven't gone to the playoffs in a while now. Maybe you're looking for a change in quarterback. Derek Carr's also getting old. you got to always plan for the future. And this draft had arguably one of the best draft, um, I mean, QB classes in a long time. I mean, you had five quarterbacks who were selected in the first round in the top 15. Wait, five, right? I think five or four, whatever the number is. Uh, yeah, yeah, five. Yeah. But I'm talking about, I want to talk about the move of the night, as people like to call it. Chicago Bears moved up from the 20th pick to the 11th. How do you rate that out of, like, a, a 10? We'll go with 10. Um, it's open to both Amon or Danny. 1 to 10? I'll go first. Um, I give them... A nine and a half out of ten. Okay, Danny. Um, I will also go up there. I will say a nine out of ten on this one. It is. I'm going to stick move. with the eight point five. But let me. I, I, I'm saying eight point five. But let let's let, let's hear Amon first. Okay. So, um, Justin Fields. He he got passed on. By, by teams that needed quarterbacks, like, for example, the Broncos, the Panthers, or the Falcons. To me, it was just ridiculous. This dude had an amazing proto. Uh, pro, oh, my gosh. A, an amazing pro day. And teams literally ignored it. Just, took, like, brush it aside. He had amazing numbers. He's a, he's a, he's a athletic freak. I like. I think his forty dash wasn't like in the fours. Like, uh, uh, I think it was, I think in the in the mid four fours. But it was ridiculous for a quarterback. Um, this dude has a lot of upside. 
I think if he goes into the right situation, for example, uh, uh, I think this dude could be a, a franchise quarterback in the future. Um, the Bears got a stud in him, for sure. He's a stud. Uh, in college, he was known as the, like, literally last year, people, like, our people say that he was better than, uh, better than Lawrence, somehow. I was like, you're crazy for that. But he has, he has a lot of talent. He's really good. And uh, the Bears got a stud. Uh, the Bears' offense, right? Um, their offense looks a lot better now because last year, the defense was really good. But their offense couldn't move the ball at all on any team. Doesn't matter what team they face, they couldn't move the ball like past like, like uh, the logo. It was ridiculously bad. But I think Fields like brings a new a new dimension to that team. Like he can run when all all his options are covered. Because you know, Nick Foles and Trubisky couldn't. Well, Trubisky I guess could run a little bit, but like his accuracy wasn't the best. Or throwing the one wasn't the best. But Fields, his right. accuracy is pretty good. His accuracy is pretty good. His deep ball is pretty beautiful. Um, but that is the biggest right knock there. on him. Like I feel like the biggest knock on on Justin Fields is going through his progressions. Because, yeah, but that's again with like almost every quarterback in the draft. I mean, exactly. Um, like, 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 like that could be fixed with uh over time. Matt Nagy. Fixed. Exactly. Like, like, like Matt is a good quarterback. Or what am I saying? A good coach. A good head coach. You can't deny that. Um, I think Matt Nagy will uh, develop him for sure uh, as a good quarterback. Danny, uh, what but, do you think? Like, do you yeah. um, do you agree with Amon? Do you kind of like um disagree anywhere, or do you kind of like just agree with everything he said at the moment? I I do agree with everything he kind of said. Like, yeah, for for like the future of this franchise, because they kind of they kind of like weren't able to like get. <laughs> Like anyone, you know, like they wanted to get a lot of people. There were so many like rumors, right? With all these different players, they wanted to get us QB, right? Right? Hold on, right, me? Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. Like, like Deshaun yeah, Watson. I thought, I thought just, like, yeah. My bad. My bad. It kind of did seem like that. Yeah. Like Deshaun Watson. They were even trade rumors with Russell Wilson and stuff like that. But like a quarterback like Justin Fields, right? Yes, Justin Fields. Uh, and for their future is good. And I like the move. Wait, can can I just like randomly cut and like just say something that I just noticed at the moment? Um, Houston doesn't even have a second round pick. I I'm like looking at the second round draft order, and I just realized Houston's they don't even have a just, second round pick. Just a living L of a franchise. They're just taking L after L after L. Like Dol- like the Dolphins like screwed them over immensely. I mean, the first round they took away their first round pick and the third number three pick. Um. And the second round, they're taking away the number 36th pick, which, like, is the fourth pick of the second round. Um, so they're just down bad tremendously. But um, this is this is my take on Justin Fields and on the Bears and the move last night. I say 8.5 because Justin Fields is a great player. You might be wondering why not. What, what happened to the other 1.5? What did the Bears give up to move up? That kind of rhymed and threw me off. They gave up a first-round pick next year, a fifth-round pick this year, and a fourth-round pick to New York. Giving up a first-round for first-round makes total sense. But if you look at it in total, you're giving up two first-rounds. Giving up this year's, and you're giving up next year's. Fifth-round pick, fourth-round pick, 
that those are fine. But I'm just worried about next year. Given because a lot of teams, GMs, um, what's happening is they're valuing 2022 picks more than this year's, and they're saying that those picks are like a pot of gold. I'm I'm not making this up. There was a report that came out. I was reading up on it, and they just they just um I didn't get I've been didn't understand why they said it, but you know they um they're treating those picks like with immense uh value. But getting Justin Fields for this team, I think, can definitely turn around their like team in general. Um, go towards the right selection. I mean, the right direction. Um, but yeah, I mean, this draft was like loaded, man. I mean, every pick it was anticipated of like who it's gonna be. I thought every team struck um stuck with the draft philosophy. Every team picked the right player at the right time, except for um I'd probably say the Jaguars messed up at number twenty five. Um, they didn't really need Travis Etienne. <clears throat> <clears throat> they did also they could have gone, they could have gone Greg um, Newsom or or anybody but I want to so tell you wait the okay, Cardinals, go ahead. okay so uh, the Cardinals right they reached heavy on 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 a Collins on a Vigan Collins I am like that dude like I I saw a draft where he like dropped in the second round like at least first like he was I mean, always okay. late first or second round. I think they oh, didn't actually. I think I think they went good with Zayvon Collins. He has immense potential, but again, he does have that downside. Um, like it's like a boomer bust type of product. But I think right. with the Cardinals, like, with the Cardinals, wait, with the Cardinals, they need a linebacker. And I think at the moment, Zayvon Collins was their best option after Michael Parsons going out. I understand no. that um, Jeremiah Usu, who um. Um, was still on the yeah. board. Yeah. I don't think he would have been a good fit with the Cardinals. I think Zayvon Collins is better fit with the Cardinals. Um, just because he's a, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I just have a gut feeling that Zayvon Collins might actually work out with the Cardinals like really good. But I hate to cut see, this off. See, because like, I, really wanna, I, wait, I just want to cut. I just want to like get this one well, topic before before we move on. But if we have time, okay, I'll come back. Okay, come... All right, I go ahead. Still want to see though. Okay, so. I'm saying that they're gonna trade it back to like, to like 21, 22, 23. Got like a third racket, a second or third round pick, and, and then picked them. Like that's like that's better GMing. Like that's what like Habby did with the Eagles. Trade back, got the picks, and got the first. So that's what I'm saying with uh, David Collins. Because like, at that spot, at 16, he's a reach. Like he's not like I'll tell you, 15 more players that are better than him. Maybe sorry. I tell you, eighty players that are better than him in this draft right now. So, <clears throat> that's, so I'm saying that he's a at sixteen. But anyway, if they went back to like twenty one, twenty two, twenty three, that's a that's a that's a perfect spot for uh, who would you have picked Zayman instead Collins. of Zayvon Collins right there? At, at sixteen, let's see. They need a safety, right? Because they because they have a Buda Baker. That's it. Uh, I think Morig Morig's really good. Uh, like I've seen draft where where Maury went uh in the teens, but also seen where he like went like but I'm saying like at his position, a Maury is better than Collins at his position. So like th- that's better value. So I would have taken the the better value pick in Maury because they still need safety help because they because they only have a uh, Booty Baker and that's it and uh and uh, uh safety. 
Or 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 taking uh what's his face? Take it. Uh Jenkins. The tackle out of Alabama. Okay. So I mean yeah, I guess they're both they like good or... options. They're both good options. I don't know if I would put them over Zayvon Collins. Just because on my board he's like pretty um good. But but, but, but he's, he's okay, wait, good. I, I, dude, I gotta get to this guy. Um his name is Mac yeah. Jones and he went to fifteen to the Patriots. I think this was probably like the thing that everyone. Um, I mean, I, I I don't know. A lot of people did think you know San Francisco might pull the trigger on Mac Jones. Um, Mac Jones like went up to Goodell and was like, "Yo, this is what I wanted." I'm not making that up. It literally happened last night. Um, I think this is a good fit for Mac Jones and for the Patriots. You got the guy that worked that like fits kind of your offense. Um, before Cam Newton. And I think that this kind of sends out a message to Cam Newton saying that, okay, you're not our long-term deal. You're not the guy of our future. You're not the guy who's going to be with us when we win a Super Bowl. We have other plans. You're just like our kind of a temporary guy. Does that make sense? It's the, kind of like the Bears with Andy Dalton. Um, you're not the guy to, there to like lead us to a playoff run or anything. You're just a guy that there who's able to mentor the uh, quarterback for our future. And I thought that was... Um, a good pick with the Patriots. They did struggle in the passing game last year. I don't. I wouldn't blame it on the wide receivers completely. Cam Newton has um, thrown some pretty bad balls last year. I mean, he only had nine touchdowns um, last year, and I think he had ten interceptions. Um, but I I don't know about who's going like, to start week one. Ten isn't bad. Like like ten picks isn't. I mean, bad. compared to nine interceptions, I mean nine yeah, touchdowns. But like. That's really bad though. Like, 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 like touchdowns is really bad. Like, you have to add at least like twenty to like, justify the ten picks. My opinion. I, I would say twenty-five at least. Yeah, I, I don't want my like, ten. Throw, like yeah. two touchdowns and one interception every game. Like that yeah. to me isn't it. But um, other than that, like the draft, I thought went really well for a lot of teams. Um, Chargers got a really good <laughs> O line player in Rashawn Slater. Um, the Jets building their O line in as well in Elijah Ver- Vera Trucker. Um, the, the Washington football team made a great pick last night, getting Jamin Davis, um, who's a good linebacker. Uh, oh, sorry, uh, who did they get? What's his name? Jamin Davis. I literally have never seen him before. Heard of him before. Okay, man, don't hold back. Until last you know. night. Just, just don't hold night. back, bro. And until last night. And, so, like, off of what I saw in his highlights, he looks really talented. He looks really good. Yeah, I mean, but, I was reading up his, I was reading up his draft prospect um, from like the official NFL. Um, they, they're um, what do you say? They're projecting he's going to become a starter in the first two years. Uh, they say you know he plays with impressive focus and vision. Um, he displays ability to work off block quickly, um, but that is when the position is right. Um, and then he also has a really good catch ra- radius for a linebacker. Um, but his like weaknesses come from like him being inexperienced. He only has eleven career starts. Um, and, um also, and he's one, yeah. Sorry, uh, sorry, I sorry, to cut you off. But like one thing, good thing that I saw is that he, he's a big linebacker. He's six five, like two forty. But unlike uh, Michael Parsons, he's a good like. What is he? Two five. Yeah. Anyway, um, unlike Parsons. This dude is good at coverage. Like he's good on the run and coverage. I, I mean, like 
Parsons is is elite at um what do you call it? at um at stopping and pass rushing, but I would say uh, David Davis of what I saw like like in two mm-hmm. minutes, I thought he looked good in coverage, like especially in zone, like he knew like where the tight end or the receiver was going, and he like kind of shattered him, and I, and I thought that was more impressive for a guy that's. You know, right. That, like, I mean, it just experience. has to translate to the NFL, especially linebacker. It just has to translate to the NFL because you know everyone's quicker, stronger, and they have more um, things to like learn in the NFL, especially. Overall, this draft was fun to watch for the first time. I thought the draft was entertaining. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, number one pick. Excited to see him and Joe Burrow. Uh, Lawrence actually set the record for most uh, jerseys sold on the first night. He doubled Joe Burrow's from last year. Um, Wait, and, really? Uh, yeah. Wait, and, doubled? You know, doubled. I'm not kidding. That's he doubled crazy. it. Just and, a fake uh, bro. Two. You know, you well, know who tripled it though? Sarah Fuller. Sarah Fuller. <laughs> oh, Sarah Fuller. Of course. Of course, Sarah Fuller. Yeah. No, but like, round two starts tonight. I'm excited to see what teams do. Um, Second round. A lot of teams. A lot of teams are planning to trade up. The one player I do want to see is Kyle Trask going to the Buccaneers, um, just because I think that'd be like a pretty cool um, pick up for the Buccaneers to for him to go there and uh, kind of take over the reins from Brady once Brady retires or leaves in twenty years. But other than that, thank you all for listening to the episode of the Water Boys podcast. Yeah, yeah. You and you you just really gonna this? Okay, go ahead. Wow. Go ahead. This better be good. A quick question. Nobody, it nobody is. It is. It is. Apology. Oh, it's good. It's good. Okay. Dang it, look it. Yes. What was your favorite draft pick of all teams yesterday in yesterday's um first round? Uh, My favorite? First round. I mean, it's actually going to have to be Devontae Smith, bro. Pick? The Devontae okay. Smith pick? Because, like, before, in our mock drafts before, right? Like, when we were around six pick, like, they were expecting us to pick him. Like how Lickett said, like we got a That's steal, six. we steal, because yeah. we were supposed to get him around six, and then he fell all the way down to ten. So, yeah, the the week. that's that's why I like it, and I'm really excited to see what he can do with Jalen Hurts. I feel like if they both develop well together, that could be a scary duo going into the future. Nice. And you know, I have you. with um, all right. Since he said Devontae Smith, I'll go with Najee Harris. Uh, I thought this was a great pickup for the uh, Steelers. They filled their one gap on their offense that they really needed to fill, especially with James Conner leaving. Um, I thought Najee Harris was an excellent football player, especially with, like he just like burst out like out of nowhere, go t- three touchdowns or like two touchdowns per game. It's like insane um, ability. I-, I like that one, but to in reality, my favorite one was Devontae Smith. I mean, I was hyped when uh, Eagles picked him. I can't wait to see him, Fulgham, and Rager, and uh, Goddard, and Ertz to pop off with uh, Hertz in uh, the uh, Eagles team. It's something I am excited to watch, especially with um, Doug Peterson is gone. I don't have to worry about that. Mr. Yanni, uh, baby. The energy. Yep. We trust in the future. Well, it's literally a new era right. in football. Mine's also the one to snap. Of course it is. Of course it is. Um, but with that, we thank you all for listening to an episode of the Water Voice Podcast. Um, comment in one of our Instagram posts what your favorite pick from yesterday was in the first round. And we hope you enjoyed today's episode. 
Uh, we'll be back again Monday to talk about the rest of the draft because it'll end on Saturday. It's a long draft. But with that, go check our Instagram page at waterboys underscore podcast and Twitter page at waterboys. Peace. And peace. Peace. peace.